0: Welcome to the Wandiology podcast, where we learn and demystify astrology as a tool to gain a deeper understanding of our energetic signatures and our interactions with the world. Today, I'm joined by the lovely, incomparable <laughs> Sonny. And Sonny is an amazing person. She is a Sagittarius son. Um, the rest of the details I'll leave out to her, <laughs> but if you didn't know, we're getting into the Sagittarius archetype. So welcome, Sunny.
1: Thank you, Wendia. Let me tell you how excited <laughs> I am to be here today. Mm. I've been thinking about this day since you did my podcast oh, wow. almost a year ago. Stop. And it was before you had started yours yes. and I was like so excited. And then I was watching, I saw you do, uh, Leo mm. and all these other signs and I was like, come on, Sagittarius, <laughs> it's gotta be soon. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm so happy to be here.
0: I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like you're the... When I just thought about Sagittarius Energy, I just thought, oh, Sunny, like, she does everything. <laughs> like, when I think of you, I think freedom. And I feel like that's among the themes we'll tackle in this episode. So do you have any questions for me?
1: First of all, I love that. The freedom. Yes. Uh, I think... First, I would like to know about the archetype of mm. Sagittarius. Yes. And if you can, can kind of speak to that. Okay. Yeah.
0: So Sagittarius in myth is represented by the archer. So it's a it's a centaur, essentially. So that's half man, half horse. Mm. And he's kind of like holding a bow, kind of ready to shoot. Right. And so this is just a testament to someone who is battling between the humanity and the beast-like nature Mm. right so animal instincts and i feel like that's why this um feeling of freedom comes from the sagittarius archetype. so it's really about um finding direction that's the arrow is about finding direction and When I think Sagittarius, I think about people who love traveling. (laughs) They cannot stay in one place. They need to be like doing plenty of activities. Sagittarius is a fire sign. Mm -hmm. So, fire needs to burn. You need to burn that energy. So, whether it's through traveling, whether it's through meeting people from other cultures, whether it's through higher education or like kind of like really getting deep understandings of everything around you Mm. right sagittarius people are very philosophical they believe in truth the truth could be very defined like this is my truth and i'm not straying from it Mm -hmm. type thing and um there are also people with a lot of restless energy just like the sister signs gemini so They need to find ways to kind of like exert that energy. So a lot of them, you'll find them in professions like law or higher education, philosophy. Um, Sagittarius people or energy is also known for teaching, Mm. right? So they can get very preachy. When I think about preachy people, I think like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. They are gifted with a gift of gab. They know how to speak. (laughs) Which is yeah. essentially what you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so exactly like people who use speech to draw crowds in. Mm-hmm. So whether it be radio presenting, whether it be rap, right? Writing, um, very literary forms.
1: You were talking about uh, energy and fire and being high energy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I wonder because this has been told to me before does it also translate into the kind of exercise you're drawn to like maybe less so than yoga although i I do enjoy a yoga session once in a while Mm -hmm. i find i'm very much drawn to like high energy Mm. lots of movement
0: yes absolutely i feel like that especially with all the fire signs um you are drawn to more combative kind of exercise, more high energy, as you're saying. So whether it's outdoorsy, um, hiking, um, I don't know, like j- jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. um, things that really like, I don't know, have a high energy output as opposed to, for example, like water signs who are who are like more prone to yoga. Or like sprint. low yeah, exactly she's a water sign. Exactly. And she loves yoga. She took yeah. a six
1: week course in Bangkok to what? Yeah. To so be, or not in Bangkok, in Thailand to become wow. an instructor, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like for water signs because they're very flowy and emotions, so things that center them feel more right. Mm. But with fire signs it's absolutely the high energy type shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly like loud music.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Partying even. Yeah. um, Just very intense kind of energy. And I find it sometimes that a lot of people are intimidated by that kind of energy. I always know that a Sagittarius has entered the room because they will speak immediately. They enter the room like they will not <laughs> shut up they will not shut up. And it's something that a lot of people really are irritated by, but yeah. I love it because it's like, yes, yeah, like fill up the room. That's how your energy should show up. So, yeah, I feel like that's a really good thing.
1: But it's interesting because you you mentioned how my son is in Sagittarius, mm-hmm. and I know other people who have mm-hmm. their son in Sagittarius, mm-hmm. but because of the other planets yes. in their chart, yeah. the way they present that sun can sometimes be different. Yeah. Cuz I do have a lot of water as well. Absolutely. And so I find that I'm not... I, I am loud. And I can when I'm comfortable and amongst friends, mm-hmm. I can be the loudest person in the room and mm-hmm. the life of the party. But I can also have a little bit of shy kind of absolutely timidness. Yeah. yeah.
0: Especially because we're both cancerizing. So initially, like, even your energy is very settled. It's not overwhelming. But you will find that, especially people with combinations of fire 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 placements Mm -hmm. or fire air because like it's like a fire burning literally yeah it's like very high energy and so you find people like that are the ones who are usually like stereotypically loud Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but when you have like something like water to kind of calm this energy it's like pouring water onto a fire fire, right so yes you burn when you need to you are calm when you need to and I feel like both are needed that's the thing it's like too much of something can just be too much of something. Yeah. yeah.
1: And what planet rules Jupiter?
0: Uh, said so, You you said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly the biggest, baddest planet. I said it because I was excited. Excellent. I wanted you to get there. <laughs> You're like, let me just say. It. I was like, but... come on,
1: best planet.
0: <laughs> so it's Jupiter. It's the planet of abundance and luck. And that's also how Sagittarius energy manifests. Like it's very optimistic. It's like big and I believe that I'm like this and I understand why I'm like this. So when you think about like, for example, Gemini, Gemini and Sagittarius are opposite each other on the axis. And so Gemini energy is very restless as well as Sagittarius can be. But Gemini energy can, assim- can kind of like it's very okay here and there, right? So, for example, a Gemini will be interested in the facts, but for a short period of time, right? So it's like I know this, I know this, I know this. But a Sagittarius will be like, why do you know this?
1: Uh let me tell you, I used to stress <laughs> my parents so much with the why. Yeah. Always wanting them to prove exactly how they know things. Exactly. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, the sky is just blue.
0: Thank you. Why is it blue? <laughs> exactly. And. That's, like, the opposition of that axis. It's about... And that's why Sagittarius is about things like higher education. Because it's, like, taking a long time to assimilate information. Rather than just knowing fact by fact by fact. Without Mm -hmm. deeply understanding the thing.
1: And in the past, you and I have spoken about, um, like, healthy... Mm. A sign being healthy. Or, I don't know what the opposite would be. Yeah, shadow... Right, yeah. and, like, challenged. Can you speak to that a little bit with Sagittarius? Yes.
0: Oh, that. Oh, these questions are so good. You're so good at this. Thank okay. you. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> I'm mostly just learning myself. Oh like, wow. I wish I brought a notebook.
0: Yeah, because okay, you you have the, <laughs>
2: recording. the recording. I'll watch it back. <laughs> yes.
0: So the shadow side of Sagittarius is in. Um, there's a shadow side to the optimism in that they have this kind of blind faith in things. Sagittarius people are very expansive, and they see the bigger picture, not so much the details. Mm. And that's why, for example, Sagittarius makes there's an aspect that's difficult. Okay, aspects are like relationships between planets mm-hmm. or signs, right? So Sagittarius makes a difficult aspect to, for example, Virgo, which is a, which is a sign of details, mm-hmm. because. Sagittarius people have this very expansive view of the world. They know how the world should be. They're very moral, and that's why they can get preachy. Like, think about priests, spiritual leaders, and like, kind of all the qualms you have with them in that they have a very one-size-fits-all approach. It's like, okay, do this, pray to God, and you'll be fine. But it's like, yes, we understand there's a need for spirituality, but everyone, has a different experience Mm. right everyone has different traumas but the point of sagittarius energy is that they 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 will see the bigger picture right they they will see the end point and so it's very hard for them to focus on the details right Um, does that
1: maybe like i'm thinking of what that would look like in a person could mm. that person then come across as like abrasive and not listening like yes kind of pushing forward
0: absolutely it could look like you just wanting your opinion to be the end truth right to be the everything Mm -hmm. in that situation and so yes Sagittarius people can become very overbearing while wanting to be listened to but they can also become very good at not listening to other people Mm -hmm. right and also this very idealistic view of the world can take them away from the reality Right. So it's kind of like a gaslighty feeling where something is happening on the ground and you know, the reality you have, you can see the reality, but a Sagittarius will come and tell you, well, ideally this is how things should be. Right. Yeah. And it comes from a good place. It comes from an optimistic place.
1: But I can also already see how that's annoying. If so, like for me too, if somebody comes across too optimistic mm. and too ideal. mm mm-hmm. I'm like, but I'm having a really bad day and I wish you could sympathize with me.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So a lot of the times it's actually um, more work for a Sagittarius person to do, to, to kind of like be, either have someone who is holding you accountable to the reality of what is happening or actually like do more work because they also have this side where they can assimilate a lot of information. So read more expose yourself more because that's their strength in mm-hmm. that way they can they can kind of manage to see smaller details mm. right yeah
1: so uh if some if, if it is in like a challenging aspect if somebody's experiencing it in a challenging way mm-hmm. your suggestion is to be to like lean into the strengths of sagittarius mm. and like seek more information and knowledge yes and go deeper yes
0: yeah
1: yeah um before we started recording, we mm-hmm. were talking about the full moon tonight. Yes. In Gemini. Mm-hmm. And I, I, excuse me if I don't word this correctly, but mm-hmm. I know that sometimes there's like these placements, which are really challenging for true. a planet to be in or like a sign. And yeah. I'm wondering what's that like, where is so if Sagittarius is home in Jupiter? Yeah. Where is it the most having the most challenge? Or, mm,
0: yeah. yeah. So it's having the most challenge in Mercury. Oh, right. Because, um, um, what Mercury is at home in Gemini. Mm-hmm. So, when you want to see what planet is not doing well in what sign is not doing well in a planet, rather, or what planet is not doing well in a sign, yeah. you look at the opposite sign, right? So, Gemini and Sag are sister signs. Uh-huh. So, if Mercury does well in Gemini, then it doesn't do that well oh. in Sagittarius.
1: And so, e- equally, if Gemini's in Jupiter. Is that ever a
0: thing? Um, Is that possible? (laughs) It is possible. It it is. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So Jupiter and Gemini won't go really well because you have a planet trying to assimilate and understand information with a planet that is very fast Mm. that doesn't want to settle, right? That doesn't want to stay. It doesn't have staying power, right? So when you think about Mercury... We'll just get into Mercury here. <laughs> so when you think about Mercury, it's a planet of communication. And so what you said about listening, right? So a Sagittarius, probably a Mercury and Sagittarius person will try very hard to get the point across idealistically. Mm. Right? Hmm. Yeah. It's, it doesn't do very well with Mercurial energy because Mercury is very fast. Mercury was the messenger of the gods. So he'd scoot, go to whatever, Zeus. Scoot, go to Hades. So... Um, his temperament is he's a fast planet, right? So very witty, very okay, this is a fact, this is what I need to do, this is what I need to do. But Sagittarius wants to stay and understand. (laughs) Yeah. Right? It needs an explanation. So it's like, why do I have to go? Why do I have why am I doing this? And so that's why they're incompatible.
1: So if somebody had Sagittarius in Mercury, Mm -hmm. what would that look like? yeah, how that e- manifest? exactly
0: like that it will look like having a blind faith a blind optimism um it can manifest also as not being a very good listener
2: hmm.
0: right yeah but it's still an energy that can work for you if you tap into sagittarius energy which is good with higher learning right because you have to think of mercury as coordination it's just basic this is what i need to do being fast at what you need to do kind of and that's why gemini thrives there because gemini doesn't want to stick to one thing for a long time yeah yeah
1: okay i think i get it does that make sense (laughs) we'll get back to
0: it it's fine (laughs)
1: i'm like slowly you can see the wheels turning and you're also
0: thinking like a sagittarius mind like why Okay, mm-hmm. what does that mean, mm-hmm. right? Like you're very, you're trying to understand,
1: apply it exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm wondering. Uh, these are two questions,
0: mm.
1: a little bit unrelated. Mm-hmm. One is if you had like a Sagittarius child, how would you best? Uh, help them grow
2: and develop and
1: my second question is Mm. one time you told me that your rising sign is how you appear Mm. so what does the Sagittarius rising look like just out of curiosity
0: very interesting so with a Sagittarius child I feel like you need to give them the space first of all Mm. a Sagittarius child does not need to be sharing rooms with people they need to be able to feel their own space space is very big for Sagittarius people they need to be able to travel even if you start to just short distance travel expose them to other people other cultures like even through food even through music right through like kind of mental pursuits right
1: I even liked what you said about like reading stories yeah. and getting into books and
0: absolutely so any form of assimilating information that they would understand Mm -hmm. um any form of activity physical activity right especially travel if you can afford to travel with your children so that they can assimilate with other people that will be lovely for them
1: and i i do like what you're saying about learning because there's so many different ways to learn right Mm -hmm. so uh like you said whether it's through traveling or reading or yeah. like pursuing higher education yeah. there's lots of different ways to mm-hmm. expand your mind yeah yeah
0: absolutely yeah
1: and so Sagittarius rising what do, if somebody is a Sagittarius rising what would they look like
0: so that's Sagittarius in having Sagittarius in your first house uh-huh so to avoid confusion okay could we go through the planets first like how you said Mercury Sagittarius okay and then we could go into to the houses. houses. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm I feel just... like people will be like, okay, now we're in the houses.
2: Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. I'm but
0: too excited. Also, But also <laughs> the Virgo Sagittarius square, that's like, that's how it's manifesting because I'm like, okay, there's an order and yeah. you're like, no, let's
1: just, let's just, just everywhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I love it. I respect it.
1: Okay. So if we're going to go through the planets, mm. we've said Sagittarius is at home in Jupiter. Yes. We've spoken about it as your son. Yes and in mercury.
0: mercury and um the planets are at home in the signs. Mm, so I Jupiter see. is at home in Sagittarius.
1: Oh. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So now if somebody was a Sagittarius moon, mm. what would that?
0: Oh, that's beautiful. Like. I feel like a lot of Sagittarius moon people I know are just very like scary. <laughs> that- <laughs> and that's very subjective. Let me just say that. I feel like because the moon is about emotions and kind of like femininity and the mother and like your daily habits so what do you do on a daily and I feel like that should essentially be heavily tied to travel should be tied to learning higher education philosophy it should be tied to speaking Mm. right so these are people who probably really love to express themselves and they need to like there's an emotional need to express yourself probably constantly right but also this is energy that will do really well traveling even probably traveling with your mother right um yeah but like your emotions are very heavily tied to that and to spirituality i forgot Mm -hmm. to mention about um things like religion all fall under sagittarius oh yes Wow. So when you think spiritual leaders, um, when you think religion, philosophy, um, just like these very kind of like they seem like higher dimensions of understanding, you think Sagittarius?
1: So, would a Sagittarius moon Mm. best process their emotions in environments like talk therapy where they can express verbally kind of what they're going through?
0: I feel like they will best express themselves through spiritual practices. Oh, wow. Yeah. More than therapy. I think therapy will fall more in like the 12th house matters or like Piscean matters. But with Sagittarius, it's more like the church, like very organized forms of religion and very organized forms of education. So like you'll find that probably like being a professor, being a religious leader going to a spiritual retreat those fall more under maybe moon in Sagittarius.
1: Okay. So I think I'm a bit confused Mm -hmm. in terms of what it looks like to have your sun in Sagittarius versus your moon. Mm. Like,
0: yeah. So your moon is your emotions, right? Uh Your emotional need. The sun is more your self-esteem and your confidence. Okay. Right? So your emotions are probably very, like, in, instinctual and fiery, the sun is really. Look at it as kind of like your core. A lot of people I've heard say that your sun is like what you're really working towards, mm. right? Okay. Yeah. So it it may the sun is very expressive outwardly. Yes. The moon is more introspective. Okay. So it's about how do I feel? The sun is who am I?
1: Okay. I am. Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: I and that's why the sun does well. I mean, yes, the sun does well in Aries and Leo because they're very like outwardly expressive signs. Uh, but the moon does well in Cancer and Taurus mm-hmm. because they're feminine and introspective. And for example, Taurus is about creating comfort. Cancer is about nurturing and the mm-hmm. home, mm-hmm. right? So that's the difference.
1: Okay. I, yeah, that makes does that, make that sense? makes sense. Yeah. yeah especially when you said the I am statement it kind of clicked Mm -hmm. Uh, okay so can we talk about Sagittarius in Venus
0: yes I'm very curious about this (laughs) Venus in Sagittarius excuse me yeah yes that's okay I get confused all the time (laughs) so Venus is a planet of attraction it's a planet of um, beauty aesthetics um, money finances so um Venus is at home in Taurus and Libra. Hmm. So think about beautiful things. Think about business. Oh, where? Libra. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> you made me smile. So Must proud be when nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Venus is just rejoicing. Wow. So, <laughs> so, my Venus is in Cancer. So, yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Venus in Sagittarius. So, these are people who probably have very strong feelings towards again Sagittarian themes Mm. so think about they love to travel or they don't because a lot of people think Venus is just you know good and nice but Venus is about attraction as well as repulsion Mm -hmm. love as well as hate
1: So would it also be like what you're attracted to in other people?
0: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You're probably attracted to someone who loves traveling, an outdoorsy person, someone who loves space, um, someone from another culture entirely, right? Mm. Um, Probably. um, Someone
1: you can learn from.
0: Exactly. Right. Someone with an optimistic view or someone in the church right? Yeah. Also, when you think about spaces, like, for example, with Sagittarius, you think about other lands, right? So, going abroad, pursuing higher education, churches, things like that, and you think also that's where you could meet people who you love Hmm. or hate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it goes both ways. And that's also where you could make money Mm -hmm. through the same places, right? Okay.
1: So, it's also about finances. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that.
0: Absolutely. Venus oh. is about finances.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, You know how people will often ask about compatibility and like, what star sign am I most compatible with? If you looked at somebody's Venus, like mm-hmm. me as a Sagittarius mm-hmm. sun, and mm-hmm. I saw somebody's Venus and Sagittarius, would mm-hmm. would that potentially mean that there could be... A like,
0: compatibility.
1: Yeah, even if it wasn't romantic, even if mm-hmm. it was just like friendship or interest yeah. or
0: something. I feel like, especially with compatibility, is it's very... The more um, what I've seen works in compatibility is the aspects, more okay. than more than the placement itself. Oh, okay right? So you could find that maybe you're a Venus in Sagittarius, for example, and someone else is a Venus in let's say Aries right? Because they're both fire signs. They would kind of have the same temperament.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that would kind of make them oh, we're both outdoorsy. Like, it would be easy for us to just be like, let's wake up and go hike, right? <laughs> As <laughs> yeah. opposed to yeah. like a Venus in Cancer person who wants to Maybe do yoga in the house and yeah, cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that's one aspect of it. But when you go, when we go deeper, which I will, like after this whole series, we'll go into aspects. Okay. And now you'll, for example, be able to see like, what is our sun, Venus, Sinastry? Mm-hmm. What is our moon, Venus, Sinastry? And mm-hmm. that's where the gist is. Because now when you put the planets into it, the sign really, it just shows you, What this energy is manifesting like, okay, like the temperament of the energy, right? But the thing is, how our planets interacting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a better way to look at synastry, right? Mm. And so
1: seeing something in isolation doesn't give you much context at all to who the person is, yeah, yeah. And I think that's similar to what you were saying earlier, where two people with their Sun in Sagittarius. Can maybe present very differently. Differently, on extremely,
0: absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: so then, what about Saturn and Sagittarius?
0: Oh, Saturn is the planet of limitation. Okay. Right? So, Saturn is a planet that rules over time, discipline, karma
1: where is saturn at
0: home um aquarius and capricorn i was gonna say capricorn yeah (laughs) perfect so so the opposite of those signs is what is the opposite of aquarius leo Uh uh-huh and capricorn is cancer yeah so um and then saturn is also exalted there's something like Planets can be at home and planets can be exalted, right? So for example, when you're at home and you're comfortable and you know where everything is, that's a planet being at home. Mm-hmm. But when, for example, let's say I come as a guest and you really like me and you want everything to be comfortable for me, that's a planet being exalted mm. because you're kind of exalting me because you want me to feel comfortable in your home.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes right?
0: sense. So Saturn is exalted in Libra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's in the opposite of exaltation is called detriment. Uh-huh. So it's in detriment in Aries. Because oh, wow. that's the opposite sign of Libra.
1: So I'd imagine Sagittarius isn't much better. <laughs> <laughs> if it's in detriment in Aries.
0: I feel like now that the other the other that like very state that they don't know where they're in, it's also not a positive state. Yeah. It's just like, okay, your guests but no one really wanted you, but no one <laughs> no, knows how to kick you out yeah. or what to do with you. So you're just there. Yeah. right? So, yeah. So I feel like that's Saturn in Sagittarius because think about Sagittarius being very freedom loving. Mm. Um, they can also be very like, we don't care about the consequences, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. we're just here for a good time. Mm-hmm. And Saturn is not like that. Saturn is very consequences like karma, In a sense,
1: so then I can see why it's exalted in Libra, yeah, yeah, because
0: Libra is about justice, right? It's about fairness, Mm -hmm. regardless of your feelings, regardless of your me, me, me attitude. Libra is about what is fair to Mm -hmm. everybody, Mm. right? So, Saturn in Sagittarius just feels like being restricted within your freedom, Mm. right? It means learning a lot of lessons to do with even travel, maybe travel restrictions, right?
1: Would this, would it, th- and maybe I'm going a bit far, mm-hmm. but would your Saturn return, would it matter what planet Saturn it's
2: in. is in? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that Absolute. would be kind of the themes of your, potentially?
0: Your Saturn return. Yeah. Exactly. If Saturn, if you have Saturn in Sagittarius Mm -hmm. and Saturn goes back to Sagittarius, Mm -hmm. exactly, that's your Saturn return. Okay. And the themes will be very specific to Sagittarian topics.
1: So maybe like looking for meaning through religion, Mm. traveling.
0: You get it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Only thanks to you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like slowly learning. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then can we talk about Saturn return briefly?
0: Mm, Absolutely. Just out of curiosity. Yeah
1: uh you now your turn okay <laughs> i don't even know where to so, begin
0: <laughs> so certain takes um about 29 years to span through the 12 mm-hmm. zodiac signs right so that means um when you're born after 29 years and that's why this is the threshold for everyone mm. once you hit almost that 20 29 30 31 period you're probably Actually, everyone goes through the Saturn return. Yep. And for example, right now, um, the Saturn in Pisces generation are going through the Saturn return. And what happens is, Saturn is the planet that holds you accountable, mm-hmm. right? Through tough lessons. Oh,
1: right? do I know it? Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah, I've been oh. there. <laughs> you have Saturn in Aquarius?
1: No. Uh, actually, yes. I think so. The one that just ended. Exactly. The
0: one that just ended. So now people are going to go through this this Saturn in Pisces generation. The lessons are very much to do with um, Piscean lessons. So martyrdom, think um, being selfless, like being too selfless. So probably, oh, what yeah, like think about what is Pisces about?
1: I feel like they're dreamy. They're, they're very
0: dreamy, exactly, very illusion based, right? Um, very spiritual, very imaginative. Yeah. Um, Creative. Yes, and that's why for them the it's the sign of enlightenment. It's the sign when like all is said and done, what do we transcend to? Like mm. that realm. Right. And it's a realm that is so far from reality. Pisces is the opposite sign of Virgo. Yeah. So, us, we're really here grounded. <laughs> we're like, what do we need to do today? Yes. My mom is a Pisces. So, yeah. just it's just like cloud energy, just you're there in the clouds. But
1: those friendships are quite common. No? Yeah. To see people.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because we kind of balance each other. Mm. You also don't need to be too in reality where you're just absorbing all the negativity. Mm. Right. You need to just breathe sometimes mm. and let yourself be imaginative or whatever it is. And so this Saturn in Pisces generation especially is going through themes of abuse of spirituality. Mm. You, you remember like this pastor in, in the coastal region? Yeah, yeah, shakaho. Yeah, exactly. And themes like that will be very prevalent mm. because we see how people have been using spirituality to must manipulate other people. And because Satan is about harsh lessons and we feel them as a collective, Mm. they're very like, these are the things we see in the news, the things that a lot of people go through at the same time, right? Also have... Oh,
2: that's
1: interesting. Yeah. Israel-Palestine.
0: Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And so Satan, a lot of times, it's just about um, looking... Kind of like doing an inspection on your foundations. So if your foundations are not genuine, (laughs) oh Saturn will rock your shit for sure. If you've been lying to yourself, and that's what Pisces is about—it's disillusionment, Mm. right? So if if you look at the house you have Saturn in Pisces in, and for example, let's say it's in your 11th house of friend groups, and probably you've been moving mad, you've been lying to your friends, you've been abusing your friends, oh. That's exactly why it's coming to bring back the karma. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Saturn
1: is a cruel teacher. It is. <laughs> and and
0: that's why a lot of times people lose jobs. People lose other people. People lose their identities. So that like your 30s are, if you've grown, if you've actually realized this is the lesson I'm supposed to learn, it's. The rewards come, right? But if you don't, then you get stuck in another cycle until your other Saturn return.
2: Jeez. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which is again after the twenty-nine years. Oh. So for example, don't want to get our, stuck. Yeah, our parents are going through the second Saturn returns.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: So it's a constant reality check. Like Saturn will give you time to play. Those 30 years, those 29 years, you do what you want. But when I come back, <laughs> you're, 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 you're going to go through this checklist exactly. one more time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a checklist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, wh- which planets am I missing? I Pluto? Um.
0: Yes. Mars? Oh, yes. Mars. Oh, how
1: could I miss Mars? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Mars. Yeah.
0: So Mars is the planet of activity. It's mm-hmm. the planet of energy like you know that tiktok that says more energy more passion (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) that's mars
0: mars brings the activity wherever it goes yeah exactly more (laughs) energy more passion and um mars in sagittarius just gives someone who is very overly active especially in traveling like this to me gives someone who is traveling constantly um
1: Or just on the go.
0: Exactly. Or just on the go, even energetically, even within the home. Even like a child who just is always outside doing something or inside doing something. Um, It also gives um, like teacher vibes, preacher vibes, right? Mm. Because this is how, just think, this is how you exert that energy out in the world. Mm. It's the outward expression of Sagittarius energy. Another thing about Mars is it's also about sexual activity. Mm. So like literally how are you in bed. And I feel like it's such a good Sagittarius actually men are known for their stamina. Really? Yes. Like, to that ladies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Sagittarius and Scorpio placements. Yes. Those people are known for their stamina. Yeah. In bed. So just huh. just know that. <laughs> And, and yeah, so because Sagittarius energy is very, they're not in the head. Mm. So that gives a very like kind of playful person. Uh, and that's exactly what you need sometimes when you're, when you're having like a, an intimate moment with someone, you don't need to be too much like thinking, oh, how do I look? Oh, mm. like very self-conscious.
1: Maybe also these people who like looking to have fun, keep Absolutely. it light,
0: keep it. An experiment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A lot. Yeah. oh
1: yeah because of course expansion and mm-hmm. oh interesting yeah uh so mars is action in like how you move through this world absolutely and that... okay.
0: energetically okay like how do you get up like yeah. are you the kind of person to just sluggishly get out of bed or just spring out and be like okay this is what we need to do today yeah exactly oh the i'm the sluggish <laughs> yeah that's you yeah where's like, Sagittari- your mars Sagittarius. oh yes <laughs> So you really like are out of bed and because you're up by like four or five. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. And it's just like the first alarm. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and sleep and I'll close my eyes. And a minute and a half later, I'm like, I just got to get up. Really? Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I really admire that because my Mars is in cancer. Oh, you're like so... just the raw end of the deal Yeah, because Mars does not do well with cancer energy mm. Yeah
1: So is, is that about like
0: It's about kind of being sluggish mm. Yeah So I really have to try to do things mm. But luckily I have an Aries moon Which also just instinctually I feel like Okay, if I feel like I need to do this, then I'll do it
1: Okay, so we have three more planets mm. Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus Yes and before we get into those mm-hmm. you touched on it with saturn but can you help me understand the impact of the planet being closer to home like closer to the earth into the sun versus further away mm-hmm. and what that means so if it has any impact on
0: i want to understand um so for example you said saturn so what do you mean closer to home
1: oh so i just mean like the placement in the solar system Mm. and saturn being further away from from the earth yeah i feel like
0: oh okay okay i feel like i've never been asked that before (laughs) and i and i don't have a definitive answer because i've never looked at the proximity of the planets to earth Mm. but yes actually yes we have so, the closer the planet is to Earth, the faster it kind of revolves, right? So, for example, when we see that um, the moon is, is the fastest moving luminary in the sky, it means that to change signs, right, because we have to incorporate the signs if we're talking about astrology,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and to change signs, the moon takes two and a half days, Right? And then for example, like Mercury will take like a month or so, right? And then Venus will take like two months, right? So the further away they are, the longer they take to, to, to rotate, right? Or even to enter signs. So that means that these planets that are the ones we're talking about, Uranus, Pluto, and Neptune will take very long. Pluto will take 14 years. Uh, Neptune will probably take 12 and like that. They take a very long time to span right. throughout all the signs. Yeah. But for example, Mercury will take a shorter time to span throughout the signs.
1: Yeah. And I guess what I was trying to get at there mm-hmm. is then the further away planets are maybe more generational themes. Yes. As opposed to specific to you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because when you look at the sun tail, Mars, they're personal planets. They're actually called personal planets. Okay. But when you look at Jupiter... Till Pluto, the generational planet. Oh,
1: interesting! Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, Jupiter was there. Okay. Yes,
0: because for example, Jupiter will take like a year, right, in a sign, mm. and so that year it means a larger group of group oh. of people will share that placement. And
1: here I was thinking I was special, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of, <laughs> a little bit. Where is there Jupiter? In Sagittarius. Oh. Yeah.
0: Come on! I've really do- I've always felt Come on! <laughs> oh my god, that is so annoying. How? Me and everybody else born my year. I guess. That's yeah. unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so Neptune, Neptune in Sagittarius. Yeah. How does that manifest?
0: So Neptune is a planet that rules over illusions. Mm. Right. It rules over imagination. So think a lot of like, Piscean or twelfth house themes. So that coupled with um, Sagittarius, I feel like gives a very imaginative mind when it comes to your studies. Hmm. So, right, like you're probably a very, very huge, expansive thinker when it comes to philosophy. Actually, I feel like this is a good placement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it makes you have a very, very wide perspective when it comes to learning when it comes to traveling right it also probably makes you seek out a lot of spiritual experiences because Mm -hmm. neptune has this aspect of spirituality Mm. in it right and so when you pair that with sagittarius and loving to travel and be on the go it will probably make you very immersed in like spiritual adventures Mm. so just think
1: that sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds really nice. It
0: sounds really, really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then Pluto. Yes. What's Yeah, <laughs> what does Pluto rule?
0: Pluto rules over... Pluto is a very like, ooh, like fear-mongered planet. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I can't remember why. <laughs> Pluto is about... Huh, how, how do I put this? Pluto rules over themes of death and rebirth mm. right so very very deep painful transformation See, i like those topics
2: yeah like really? moon, I'm like, yes yeah, exactly that's not scary yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love them as well um pluto is also about power right so wh- wherever you want to look at the power dynamics in your chart you look to where pluto is mm and so for example our generation we're pluto in sagittarius and we're very optimistic even about like the systems right like you'll find a lot of us are really like anti what is already here mm-hmm. we question things constantly so like we're also really into astrology like pluto in sagittarius is really like into astrology nice. and it's just this thing of trying to to question the systems Mm. questioning religion
1: i think we need that generation exactly for so long exactly
0: (laughs) because we're very like i like my mom is into astrology now believe it or not and it's like you need to question what you're fed Mm
2: -hmm.
0: majority of the time and so this is where like for example i have Pluto and sagittarius and this is where i get my power through Mm. questioning like every single thing i don't have this blind faith aspect right right so it also helps me assimilate information a lot, right? Mm-hmm. because I love to learn and I love to to read. And that's what Sagittarius is about. It's about understanding.
1: So then it's like where you find your power exactly and it's through understanding
0: uh, absolutely. Okay. yeah.
1: But then how does that fit into death and rebirth, which is a
0: so this is like Pluto is the energy of transformation, mm-hmm. right? So it's about shedding. Shedding identities, shedding ideas, and I feel like through us questioning, like for example, the the very structural systems that we have, we kind of help other people shed identities, mm. right? Like for example, I've told you, like I'm teaching my mom astrology, I did a tarot reading for her and she was like, whoa, whoa, this is <laughs> mad, <laughs> and i was like yeah because for so long she thought that she was supposed to be stuck in this catholic space mm-hmm. and that's okay like it's okay to respect whatever religion you grew up on mm-hmm. but it's not it's not healthy to not question the things that you're fed Mm -hmm. because those could be like that's where maybe the problem is stemming from is like all this like we're being ordained to be the same thing everyone is being taught to follow the same structures and it's like no death to these structures Mm -hmm. yeah like let's build other identities Mm, yeah
1: yeah okay so maybe so it's about transformation in the uh areas that sagittarius
0: absolutely yeah yeah Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm yeah. Jealous.
1: I don't think I. I don't think Pluto's in Sagittarius for myself.
0: Uh. Maybe I'm a different. Could be in generation. Scorpio.
2: Maybe for oh, you. Yeah, that kind of sounds familiar. And it's at
0: home, and that's exactly why you said I'm comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't with Scorpio. Scare me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, now now I'm re- like now I want to go home and read about Pluto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just from this small taste. Yeah. Uh, one last planet, mm. which is Uranus. Yes. When Sagittarius is in Uranus, how does it...
0: Yes, so Uranus is very much about innovation. Okay. So it's about, like, new ideas, being inventive, being innovative, being unique, going against the grain. And so it's kind of like being innovative within the themes of Sagittarius. So think about, like, um, these people who, like, just come up with new religions one day and they're like why do we have to follow this like we can do things a different way so it's people who constantly challenge the status school so think about people who do this in higher education right like people who are constantly like innovating stuff within the fields or within so religion like
1: these alternative learning schools where... absolutely
0: like I saw a school of occult and magic like mm. a, a master's Oh cool. yeah. Yeah. In that... the UK. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. This, this, this is a shit.
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> <Christ laughs> yeah. Uranus is in Sagittarius mm-hmm, for them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I guess also like new inventive ways to travel or to experience Absolutely.
0: Or... Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. Cool. Yeah.
1: No, uh, now I need to know where my Uranus is, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll find out later.
0: Yeah. Mine is in Aquarius. Yours will be in Capricorn
1: yes that is it yeah yeah that also mm-hmm. sounds familiar yeah that somehow seems boring <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it's very like um it's kind of like opposing energies I feel yeah. like because Capricorn is very practical and like this, these are the structures that we need to follow to achieve success right is building the structure yes Uranus is like we're not doing that here like yeah. no yeah
1: lots of tension absolutely okay so we've covered the planets mm-hmm. and now we can move to the houses
0: celebrities
1: oh celebrities okay yes, yes, yes. let's do it
0: yeah so which celebrities do you know with sagittarius please
1: okay jay-z and i share a birthday yeah
0: oh yeah. that's december 4th mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh i saw like miley cyrus taylor swift yes nikki nikki Janelle Monae. Janelle Monae. Yeah. I can't think
0: of. I know, like, over a couple of actors. Like, do you watch *Grey's Anatomy*? Yeah. Yeah. So, Easy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I feel like Easy got fired from *Grey's* because of, like, yeah. <laughs> she she I don't know what she said at an award show. She said like she didn't think her role was worthy enough. To receive that award, right? And I, 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 I remember that. yeah, I remember Shonda Rhimes being so pissed,
2: yeah, about
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> and like, Sagittarius people need to know your mouth can get you in trouble, mm-hmm. so tact is very important. Yeah, yeah, like know what space you're in, know if you you're safe enough to say those things. Yeah, because sometimes you have to have like that special awareness.
1: Yeah, right. And yeah. kind of off the bat, when you think of these celebrities, you're like, what does Nicki Minaj have in common with Taylor Swift? Yes. Have in common with you know, mm-hmm. Izzy Stevens from Grey's Anatomy. Mm. But then I guess when you start looking, that's why I love following you on Twitter, by the way. Yeah. Because when you do these, when you, you've you done it before about yeah. looking at different, either like the character or mm. the actor that's playing the character. Absolutely. And you start to look at their chart and you kind of explain why they're behaving the way they are. That is
0: so crazy because that's the series I want to do after this.
1: Oh, please. We yeah. need it so yeah. desperately. So desperately. I like love seeing your threads about
0: it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I would love you. to see a longer format.
1: Okay, explanation because it's so interesting. Noted, yeah, yeah. Uh, and even because I've seen other people do it too, where like they're predicting, mm-hmm. you know, you just take a character and you mm-hmm. say, I think this is worth they're absolutely, like. absolutely.
0: Yeah. I yeah. love doing that, I love just looking at random charts, yeah,
1: yeah. And as a matter of fact, when we first met, you were also like trying to guess some of my chart I mean, yes. I think I made you to be, yeah, fair. <laughs> you yeah. were just like, This is what you're you like, like please guess, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what I was uh, most curious about. Yeah, I felt like I, felt
0: like I got that. cancer energy right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was very strong
1: when you met me in person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, why?
0: I feel like just the way it feels to be around you. I don't know how to explain oh, it. That's nice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's quite calming. Thank yeah, you. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so. What's, what's the, what are the nodes about? <laughs> I've only seen them on like these websites where mm. they give you your astrological chart. But yeah. I don't really understand what yeah. that's about.
0: Yeah. So that's very interesting because the nodes are like two points on the moon, right? So we call them the nodes of the moon or the head and tail of the dragon. Mm. And they're usually more like fateful points. So they're very karmic, right? Hmm. In nature. So, kind of like the, about the lessons you need to be learning.
2: Right? In this life. In
0: this life. Mm-hmm. So, for example, when you look at the North Node, it's always opposite the South Node. Mm-hmm. the one, eighty degrees in opposition, mm-hmm. right? And so, for example, if you look at the North Node in Sagittarius, you look at it as, um, what are my lessons? How can I tap into Sagittarian energy to achieve my destiny? Mm. It's a point... They call it points of destiny, right? So it's, um, for example, you're in a teaching profession. So how can you kind of maximize this energy to help you really achieve your goals, right? So think about Sagittarius. It's about travel. It's about teaching. It's about um, exploring other cultures, right? And so, what what lessons around these themes? Are you supposed to be exploring? Mm. Because a lot of the times now, when you look at the South Node, it's in opposition because the South Node is your comfort zone. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's what you're com. It's the energy in which you're comfortable in.
1: So, if your north, if your North Node is in Sagittarius, would that mean the South Node, it has to be in Gemini?
0: Yes. Okay. Always. Okay. It's so always the opposite.
1: If your south node is in Sagittarius, mm-hmm. oh, then the north is just in Gemini. Exactly. Okay. <laughs>
0: exactly. And that's that's always like the push and pull of it. Mm. It's like you have this one energy in the south node you're very comfortable with, but what you should look to achieve is what is in the north node.
1: Oh, so maybe, so if your north node is in Sagittarius, maybe you like to just go surface level on a bunch of different mm, topics. Now that. Uh-huh. Yeah. But really, if you want to be have expertise, you should be going deep.
0: Exactly. And if you want to transcend, like on a soul level, you should be going deep. And so that's your lesson.
1: Okay. Yeah. So what does your... How do you find that in your chart? Where, like, um, what impacts that?
0: Um, you just, like, they calculate. Because uh-huh. even right now, the nodes are in... The North Node is in Aries. The South Node is in Libra, as we speak. Mm. Yeah.
1: But does that also change with the moon the same way a day and a half the moon changes? No the no- okay. the nodes
0: take about a year oh, to okay. change signs yeah okay so it'll be like a generationally like me and my peers will share. for example, I have North node in Libra uh, but South node in Aries. Okay. So that could look like I'm very comfortable with myself. I'm very like authentic and impulsive but that's the energy that makes me comfortable. That's my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So what should I be working towards? Working with other people, understanding other perspectives, actual fairness, and not just self-centeredness. Yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. I think that's uh. That's really good to know. Yeah. To, yeah. In terms of like yeah, where you can be, because sometimes you feel stuck. You're mm-hmm. like, why aren't I exactly getting that, to the next level? That word stuck.
0: Yeah. That's exactly it. Because it's very easy to be like, I'm comfortable in this energy. And a lot of times, for example, I have um, my moon in Aries and I have my Saturn in Aries and I have my South Node in Aries. So it means it's an energy I'm really, really familiar with. Mm -hmm. But it's what has kept me stuck in a lot of karmic relationships throughout my life. And so how have I kind of gotten to heal that part of myself or healing is tapping into libra energy Mm. which is wherever i can make art wherever i can interact with another person wherever i can try to understand someone else's perspective that's how i get out of that energy so it's kind of like a feeling of forcing yourself right to do something that is completely out of your comfort zone
1: yeah, and mm. that kind of challenge is the only way you grow. Yeah. But I would imagine after that initial challenge, it starts to feel good. Absolutely, it's back. Absolutely, reward. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna have to check that out yes. myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. so that that's it with the nodes but also with um for example south node in sagittarius it means you're very comfortable with sagittarian matters Mm -hmm. right so the opposite of that will be north node in gemini Mm. which i know i talked about in the gemini episode so (laughs) you can check that out but yeah that's exactly it and i think we are wrapping up this episode so thank you so much sonny would you like to plug your social media
1: Oh, I would love to. Yes. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Instagram, sony.side.up. That's it. That's where I'm at.
0: <laughs> I love that name. Like, sunny Side Up, but yes. sunny Side Up. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Wordplay, again, Sagittarius. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on At One Theology on every platform. And this podcast on At The One Theology podcast on youtube um spotify and apple podcasts so thank you so much for joining us for this episode and see you on the next one which is sagittarius through the houses bye